The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is the recap episode for round three of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Absolute madness out there on Saturday. And to break it all down, I've got the boys with me. Let me welcome them in. Mark Immelman. Uh, hey, Mark, how's it going? Cool. How you boys been doing? Uh, happy 4th of July to all of you. I'm South African birth, American by choice. I'm a citizen, so I can say happy 4th of July to you boys. There you go. Happy 4th. And the other uh, gentleman on the line is Kyle Porter, who, Kyle, uh, we have talked all day long again, and I'm looking forward to another another pod with you. I think I legit have spent more time with Rick since the restart than I've spent with any of my kids and possibly my wife. So <laughs> that's probably not great for you, Rick, but it's been fun. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. No, <laughs> no worries. Um, we are also on YouTube. Hello, YouTube. What's We're up, here. guys? Uh, there's been some good comments. I've been interacting, which is usually a terrible thing to do, interacting with YouTube comments. Be careful. So far, so good over there. So subscribe, First Cut uh, Podcast over on YouTube. Let's jump into this, gentlemen. Round three was absolutely crazy. Mark, we'll start with you. I... I I, this is kind of a tale of two days, you know, or two. Yeah, I guess two parts of the round here where early on Saturday, the scores were absolutely outrageous. You know, Wes Bryan goes flying up the leaderboard. Tony Finau, Hideki Matsuyama. And then it seemed as the day went on and the, the stats kind of bear this out. The course got a little bit more difficult and um, we, we didn't see any like 63s from guys in the final group. Well, it's what we were expecting, to be honest with you. Uh, part of the show Thursday, Friday on the Golf Channel, uh, Mike Tirico lives in the area and he was hosting the show. And he goes, listen, guys, we haven't had very much rain yet in the last seven days or so. The place is fairly dry. Greens are receptive early in the week, but the rough is lush. And he goes, and I expect it to be sunny and warm and it's going to dry out on the weekend. So I think it'll be a good test. So we were looking for this on Thursday and Friday, and, and both days were just a birdie fest. I mean, it was a fiesta out there. And, and, and this morning, there was more of the same. And I was like, oh, no, you know, really? You know, after we've had this ridiculous cut again, and folks are just shooting the grass off the place. And then all of a sudden, you see that little brown tinge to the golf course. And the more we went through the show, the more we made our way through the broadcast, the more that brown turned to that sort of purple hue. And then you know, okay, these greens are firming up and they're getting faster. And so as a result, the Donald Ross place began to play to its personality because, you know, with these humps and hollows on the greens and some difficult hole locations, if greens are receptive, you can go ahead and fire. But if they're firm, you've got to be a little more precise with where you land the ball, the trajectory you pick and such. And so I was excited about that. And I hope, I really hope we get some more of that Sunday afternoon. 
I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, not only the scoring, Kyle, but the construction of this leaderboard. You know, everyone who made the cut was within seven shots going into the round. 41 players were within five shots of the lead. And we went on HQ all day and we were like, oh, my God, like any anybody can win this. There's there's a million people in contention. And then in the last 45 minutes or so of the day, we finally got a little bit of of, of separation. Matthew Wolf. Now three shots clear of the closest chase group, Ryan Armour and Bryson DeChambeau. Those two, two shots clear of the next chase group. So we've got separation at the top now. Yeah, we do. And and I think that that's, I don't know, Some I kind of like it being bunched up. I, I think that's maybe more exciting. But I also like a, a star like Wolf or a future star like Wolf being out in front because, um, you know, he he's talked about, I think he, you know, I was talking to my dad the other day and, and we were talking about Matthew Wolf and he, he was like, I think he's got a little speeth in him. Timestamp that by the oh. way. Oh, <laughs> so you, your dad <laughs> also talks about Jordan speed all the time. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we, we gotta, we gotta, that's gotta be part of the show notes. Producer Jacob is just my timestamp on when I mentioned oh, speed. Anyway, man. he was like, I think he's got some speed in him in that, he's just like mentally like a little bit of a roller coaster. And it's like, if you just shut that off and, and Wolf has basically said this this week, right? Like he's ba- <laughs> thanks Mark <laughs> basically said, he's basically said, if I shut my, my mind off to the things that I don't need to be thinking about, then I play better. I'm just a better player. And that's not, you know, that's not necessarily a unique thing to the golf world, but I think it's very, um, maybe more important for him than for other guys. Cause I think there is a lot going on there. And if he can just shut that down, let the talent take over, like you mentioned on HQ Rick with, with somebody like DJ, he, I mean, it's top 25 type talent. And, and I think that that, I think you're seeing that this week. Well, to, to, I, I want to add to that. And I, I agree wholeheartedly the setup of the golf course and how it shakes out over the final five, six holes, it's going to lend itself to, you know, a, a, a sort of a five wide sort of a leaderboard coming down the stretch because you've got um, 13, which is a short four. Then you've got 14, which is a reachable five. Then you've got 15, which for these guys this week has been wedges and nine irons. Then 16 is a good par four. And then you've got a reachable five. So you've got that stretch of holes, 13, 14, 15, and then certainly 17. So they're four holes where you can get busy if you're out in front of the leaderboards. And what I saw um through the thursday friday is leaderboards are pretty well positioned and they're not in the place where a player will walk past them and you can disregard the boards the boards are in plain view so if you're someone like a wolf and talking about outside distractions and stuff you know you're seeing the stuff front and center and sure there's no screams from the galleries out in front but you walk down 17 and you look up and all of a sudden you see some dudes just went through that stretch four under and now he's one ahead of you or something. That's why we're seeing what we're seeing because it, it's kind of that thing where a bird in the hand is sort of worth two in the bush. You know, oftentimes you want the last group because you want them out in front and here to a certain extent. And, and if you tiger or some proven winner, you can deal with this. But if you're some guy who's sort of new to the winner circle and some guys posted, that all of a sudden ratchets up the pressure. So uh, it, it, if things, things are boding well, really, for a pretty wide open race coming down the stretch tomorrow. Okay, so let's, let's talk about that. So uh, a couple things on Matthew Wolf, a couple stats here. 
converting 25 out of 38 of his birdie opportunities. That's 65% to our average 30%. (laughs) Pretty, pretty good. Uh, Most birdies and Eagles, 25 of them through 54 holes of any player this season. He's you know, how many pencils did he go through today? A couple with all the the birdies and bogeys on the card and Eagle in there as well. So Kyle, we'll, we'll start with you. I mean, what he's he's riding a hot putter but i feel like he doesn't have to do all that much i mean i know it's hard to win on the pga tour but three shots clear what does he have to do to to win this thing i mean who who, what did we say seven days ago what did we say what about brendan todd i mean we said said, oh we said you have to go out and shoot like two under par (laughs) you you said the exact same i mean you and i said the exact same sentence of like hey brendan todd's riding a hot putter all he has to do is go out and shoot whatever it was 68 or 69 and then all of a sudden you post a 75. Now, Matthew Wolf, I don't think is Brendan Todd, but I, I think the, the profile there is, a, it's not concerning, but it's a little like, eh, I, I don't know, maybe. Like, it, I, I think there's a 75 in there. Now, is he going to shoot it on Sunday? I don't know, maybe not. But I, I will say this, I, I, I watch him and I, I probably do this. This is a this is probably a Mark Emblemen thing that I shouldn't be doing, but I watch <laughs> I watch Wolf in every time he's over the ball, like right now, I just feel so confident about where it's going. Like his swing looks in like it's in such a nice groove that sometimes he can get a little wild with with where he's hitting, especially off the tee. But right now I just like I, I'm I'm already envisioning the 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 shot tracker in my head for where the ball's gonna go. And it's exactly where it goes every time. There's no doubt that he he operates on high confidence, and this boy's got some genuine swagger. I mean, it's it's this is not just pose. He he believes in what he does. To to swing like that, and then to tell your instructor as a young teenager, I'm coming to you, and guys have tried to change my swing, and I don't want to, and I believe in what I'm doing. That speaks to a guy with an innate confidence that is almost off the charts. So he's, he's got that going about him, which is nice. But then you toss, you mentioned these numbers per wraps for him tomorrow. He plays the par fives in five under today. There are four of them, right? He's yeah. played them 10 for the week, I believe it is. And so essentially the golf course for him is a par 68. And I'm not sure what the wind forecast is going to be like today. And he's like Bryson. With the length he can carry it, he just blasts it over a number, a number of these bunkers that sit in the 290, 300 range on the corners of the doglegs. So that gets him wedges into the screen. So I would say even with nerves tomorrow, this golf course's par for him is going to be 68 or 9. If he goes and puts 68 up, he's, you know, someone's going to have to get him. I also think it works to his advantage that he knows everybody's going to be shooting 65s. Cause I think if, I think if Wolf was like one up in a U.S. open and he's trying to shoot a 73 and kind of defend it, that I think that gets problematic. I think he's great when he's like, I got to go shoot a number. And he just, again, shut the mind off and go do it. Have you been around him at all, Rick? No, not at all. I've, you have Mark. He yeah. is, he is. I, there's something like electric about him and, and Mark was kind of alluding to this earlier and, and it, it's, I think it's an intangible. It, it's not, it's not necessarily anything that you're, you can like put your finger on, but he has this electricity about him that you're like, okay, this guy's going to be a, a superstar on the PGA tour. I don't know why I can tell that. I don't know why I think that even, but it's it true. Went to <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's not just that. <laughs> Chris, Christopher Ventura went to OSU. I don't think he's going to be a superstar on the PGA Tour. <laughs> but I, I just, I don't know. There's something about Wolf that you're like, okay, this is different 
than being around other even really good amateurs at, at that age. I've seen them come and go. You know, I'm the old boy on the podcast. I'm the Ryan Armour of this leaderboard right now. And I've seen <laughs> golfers, okay? <laughs> Wait, what, what, are, what are me and Ray? Uh, you, you're Wolf and Hovland. Okay. Okay. Figure out who's <laughs> we'll take um, it. No, you speak. You got to be. You got to be speed, Kyle. Sort of <laughs> sometimes really just <laughs> falling off the planet right now. <laughs> no, and and so I've seen golfers come and go, and it takes. Look, I'm a golf nerd, right? And when I'm walking up and down the PGA Tour ranges or wherever I am, you know, I'm I'm into what the guys are doing. But you you've got to be sort of special to turn my head. You know, when Rory hits, I'll stop. When Tiger hits, I'll stop. When Vijay Singh hits, I'll stop. When Ernie else, you know, these sorts of guys, then I'll stop and I'll watch. And the first time I saw Wolf, I was drawn to this guy. I mean, I couldn't take my eyes off him. And it wasn't because I'm a golf teacher deep down and I was fascinated by this golf swing. To your point, Carl, there's a little something electric to him. And, and last year at the Memphis event, uh, you know, that event that you made a bunch of friends at last year, Carl? Um, okay. I, I thought I, that was over. <laughs> I had him, I had him for PGA tour live and it was 18 holes knee. Southwind is a good golf course and you can't fake it around there. And he didn't have his best stuff and he grounded out initially. Then he got after a few fives in the back and put together around a continent. Remember the number, but it was in the sixties and he just did everything right. And afterwards I was like, okay, the hype is earned and the hype is real. And, and I'm a believer. Well, he can make us all a believer on Sunday. Kyle, you know how I write the, the prop questions for uh, CBS Sports Golf Props game? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I wrote this one specifically for you, Kyle. Oh, I saw. I yeah. saw this. Yeah. So, so if you would like to win $1,000 without having to put up any of your own cash at stake, you can do that by going and playing our CBS Sports Golf Prop game at cbssports.com slash golf props. Again, that is cbssports.com slash golf props. We have 10 questions every single round. So one last chance to win $1,000 this week for the Rocket Mortgage. Just log into cbssports.com, sign up, answer the questions, and you are in contention. Terms and conditions obviously apply. Kyle, this one didn't age as well. You talked about how things age throughout the day. Uh, which Oklahoma State alum will have the better round four score? Your options, Matthew Wolf or Christopher Ventura or a tie. He gets both of those. So Ventura or the tie. Now, don't forget, he, Ventura knows he's got to go out there and shoot something low tomorrow. I kind of like Ventura. Ooh. <laughs> Brutal, man. I tried to sell Ventura. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like it. He's gone 69, 68, 68. Uh, I, I, there's no pressure on him. So I think you're looking at just a baseline of 68. And if he goes below that, yeah, I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm essentially betting on Wolf like fading. And I think that's definitely in play. I don't think Ventura, I don't think that's in play for Ventura. I think he's baseline 68 right now. Um, I have to, I have to admit, Rick, because these questions of yours are hard. I managed to pick the Doc Redman one on Friday. So I got nice. that right. Good job. Um, I, I'm with Kyle, you know, 68 is a kind of a good number and Ventura's got the free swinging mentality about him tomorrow, but not as free swinging as I think people would think because he's inside the top 20 currently. And this is a big deal for a guy who, who's sort of trying to cobble together starts and, and make as much money as possible. 
Now, when Wolf was in contention last year, this weekend at 3 a.m., he went out and got after that golf course, man, and was hitting wedges stiff, and there was no back down in him. So I'm actually, and, and maybe I'm, I'm sort of picking the winner, but I'm, I'm saying I, I think um, Matthew Wolf will shoot lower out of those two. It is interesting because Wolf, quote unquote, doesn't have to do as much, but I still think he does better than Ventura. This is weird. It actually became uh, kind of a, a more difficult question as the day went along. So I'll break the tie. I'll go with Matthew Wolf. Bryson DeChambeau, currently in a tie for second. Mark, have you ever seen a golfer who through three days has hated every single shot that he has hit and is currently in a tie for second? <laughs> I laughed after round two when he shoots 67. Okay. And he says, the question is pitched to him. I think it was Lisa Conwell. She goes, so grade your game. And he goes, uh, B. And I was like, dude, you've just shot five under par. If you do that for the rest of your career, you're going to see, you're going to stroll into the hall of fame. Yep. And so I was, I, I was sort of, my eyes were popped at that, but you know, there's been a lot of noise about Bryson and a lot of conversation about the protein shakes and all that sort of stuff and how long he's hitting it. But he had a shot yesterday. Now, I'll concede I didn't see much of his round today. But he had a shot yesterday on the fourth hole of par five, where he had 291 total on this par five for his second shot. Made it probably about 280 or so to the front of the green. This cat flies a three-wood into the middle of the green. The thing came down from altitude, okay, and hit the green and sort of just took one or two bounces and settled within about 15 feet of where it landed. He flew at about 285 in the air and landed it softly. And I was like, there are very few guys in the world's game that can do that. There are very few. And so he's just operating at a level right now. And he has weapons where if you look at him and you just said, okay, it's one army versus another. He has a serious cache of weapons about him right now. And he's almost, almost outmatching people. And I feel like he's going to put it together at some stage. I still have a feeling he might do it tomorrow because he's three back and, and he might have that about him because if he's telling me, what's he, 15 under or so, I don't know 16. what the 16, 16. Yeah. and he hasn't played very well, who knows, he might shoot 64 or three or something tomorrow afternoon if the conditions are out there because just like I said about Wolf, it's a past 68. So he needs to pick off a few birdies and wedges and stuff. I mean, something in the low 60s is on if you are pulling for DeChambeau. Yeah, it's really incredible because, and Kyle, I think you were kind of getting at this a little bit on HQ, last in proximity, first in driving distance, um, it, it feels like he is rightfully upset all the time because it feels like he's leaving so much out there. That's true. I did a little digging on the proximity thing, and Bryson is actually, uh, I think he might have broken shot link. Oh, no. So it's true that he's last in proximity to the hole. That's statistically true. Like he's last in the field. Here's the problem though. So on the first hole, this is from Saturday's round. The first hole, it says his approach shot is from 387 yards. Well, that that's obviously not his approach shot. And it says his proximity is 69 feet. The reason uh, Rick is because, it's counting his drive as his oh, approach shot. Oh my god, he's too close. Okay, so they actually mentioned this on not like um I don't know how like the the whole laser grid works, but essentially he was hitting drives. I think it was last week and and they were talking about PGA Tour live. It was like 
past the grid, like the grid that they have set yeah. up that they, can, that they can look at. So like they weren't even getting some of his driving distances because he was outside the grid. Yeah. So that's what's happening here. His, his actual uh, proximity on the first hole was seven feet because he made a birdie putt. He hit right. it to seven he, he chipped, feet. He chipped it up there. Yeah. Right. And so... <laughs> Bryson, so he, he broke it. <laughs> he broke. He's breaking shot length. This happened on uh, the first hole, the third hole. The it says his approach on the par four thirteenth was from three ninety nine. Well, that's just the tee shot. So this is happening actually a lot. And somebody somebody brought this up on Twitter. Somebody replied to me, and I was like, I don't know what to tell you. He's he's last in proximity, but this is why, which is hilarious and crazy, and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I I think I I do still think he needs to tighten up the wedge game and, and turn some of those 380 yard drives into into kick ins, especially at a course like this that's a little bit shorter. But uh, he he's been really impressive. He, uh, I'll, I'll tell you this. First off, I commend you for finding that out. I mean, I've I've got high respect for you two guys, and I like working alongside you. And and the fact that you're going to look into that. It speaks a lot to your love for strokes gained, uh, jokes aside. <laughs> and, and, and that is really cool insight because it's something I didn't consider. But I will tell you this from a playing point of view. He's hitting the ball so hard. And with the temperatures out there right now, the golf ball to me is getting greasy through the air. It's not spinning and grabbing. So, so, so it's sort of tumbling through the air. And he's at some wedge shots that have just gotten off the grid. If you talk about his tee shots, I mean, he's flown targets in the craziest way and he's barely hitting so so to me something that bryson will probably he's probably identified this and he'll probably go and work on it that in high temperatures because he's worked on the wedge game where he's reducing wrist hinge and he's sort of slowing down levers if you will by reducing them but still he's hitting these golf balls that are too fast and they're just not spinning enough and they're going too far so the long drive personality is being taken on by the wedges and just like Rory, who ironed out some of the wedge kinks by going to a more spinny golf ball, Brian's gonna, uh, Bryson's going to need to start referencing and, and considering this stuff too because I've seen him miss a few targets long for the last few weeks when they've been hot conditions. And it's just because the ball's going too far with these short irons. It, well, what's also interesting as well is Wolf clipped Bryson last year at the 3M for the victory. Bryson can get a little revenge this time around well remember last year brasson posted right and now uh, i don't know how it shakes out are they going to be in the final group together i haven't looked at the pair no, it's it's ryan armor and and wolf bryson is with uh merit merit so, or hubbard maybe so brasson can go and post again <laughs> who knows yeah. we, might, we might get a reprise of what happened at 3m last year over wolf, the wolf might meme him again like he did last year <laughs> uh all right i want to talk about web i want to update our picks to win we're going to do that on the other side real quick we're going to take a break hear a word from our partners it's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym and viore has threaded that needle they are designed to work out in but they don't look like it they don't feel like it and it's incredibly comfortable stuff whether you are running training swimming doing yoga running errands lounging around the house it really doesn't matter these are versatile clothes you'll find me often in the men's sunday performance 
performance jogger because I, I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, they've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there. And I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now here's what you can do for four our listeners. Uh, first time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viori.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash CBS Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. And we're back. Webb Simpson has to be the most disappointing uh, round of the day, gentlemen. This is a guy, Kyle, you and I both were, uh, I mean, I think rightfully so, looking at a guy who should have been in contention to win this golf tournament. He goes out and plays his last, what, 14 holes, one over, something like that. What what went wrong for Webb? Well, he, he's not putting. You know what? Uh, producer Jacob mentioned the the noises that were made on the broadcast when Webb missed his his par putt on 18, and that that's been that's been sort of a microcosm of his whole week. I think he's like 60th in putting or something, which is not what Webb has been. I, you know, he had an opportunity on Saturday to in the same. Remember at at, uh, at Harbor Town RBC Heritage where he, he's kind of biding his time. He's kind of just like staying up there, not really making his move. And then finally he shoots whatever 30, 31 on the back on Sunday and just kind of runs away a little bit, even though he only won by one that felt like what he was kind of trying to do this Saturday and on into Sunday, but he didn't stay up there. I mean, he dropped, he dropped that shot on 18. So now he's six back and as well as he's hitting the ball, it's just hard to make up all six of those strokes uh, with the guys that you have in front of you with Bryson, with Matthew Wolf. So I think his putter kind of let him down over the first three days and didn't give him, you know, I, it's not like he can't win the tournament, but it didn't give him the best opportunity going into Sunday. I'm going to mind that a little bit farther and say, okay, statistically, he didn't putt very well. He's striking the irons fantastically well. And on these greens, you have to hit your irons well to give yourself good looks for putts, because if you're beyond, if you're beyond the hole, you're playing defense. Typically on a Donald Ross place, long is wrong. And if you hit the ball hole high, you've got something with a lot of bend to it because of the way the greens typically tilt from back to front. And so he's hit the irons great into the right position. But from what I've seen, it looks to me that the stroke is fine. It just looks like they're missing on lines. And and, and a number of the the putts have missed 
just a whisker low or whisker high. So there's there's either a speed mismanagement or the line is just the the read is just slightly off because I don't think it's mechanical right now, and, and and it's in the situation sort of to your observation, Cal, where at uh, Hilton Head I had him I had his group in the final round. He went bananas in the first two rounds on the greens, then was sort of sedate Saturday, and then Sunday was just easing along. He was like two under through his first. 11 holes, I believe it was. Then he drills a 15-footer on 12, makes another one 20 feet on 13, two putts for birdie on 40, 15, whatever it is, makes one on 16 and on 17. So I think it's just, I mean, he's just a little bit from those putts going down. Now, I think he's left himself a tough road to hoe, but I, but I feel like he'll probably make his share at some, at some stage soon because he's making good strokes. Well, we're going to see it. And we're going to see it all on CBS this weekend. We've got options for you to watch the Rocket Mortgage Classic in Motown on your computer. Yes, sir. Just go to cbssports.com on your phone. Hint, if you're at a little, uh, I don't know, pool party, little little, little beach action for the, for the holiday weekend, uh, maybe use your phone. It's totally free. Just download the CBS Sports app and you are off and running watching Matthew Wolf poke it around on Sunday. You can also stream on Roku, Fire TV, Apple TV, through the CBS Sports app on those devices. So in other words, there is no excuse to miss out on the action. And the action, gentlemen, is now to the point where we get to update our picks and try to figure out who is going to win this. Uh, thanks to William Hill's golf lines here. Obviously, Matthew Wolf, the significant favorite, plus 120, 120. Bryson DeChambeau right behind at plus 210 then you get into ryan armor 12 to 1 webb simpson 22 to 1 kyle we'll start with you there is a tall task ahead for anyone not named matthew wolf to win this golf tournament how do you think this one winds up i wonder what uh what was dj on saturday night last week he was probably in that bryson range at like plus 200 or something that's probably right i think it was like i think i think uh Brandon Todd was plus 175. DJ was plus 200. If I'm, that sounds right. If I'm remembering our HQ correctly. Uh, I kind of like it's some action on Webb and, and Hovland down there, right? Like if you look at, if you, and okay, here you go, Mark. If you look at T to green stuff this week, I think they're both top three. I think Webb's two and Hovland is three. And neither of them have putted it at all. So I, I don't think it's irrational to think that there's like a 62 out there for one of them, 63, maybe 64, somewhere in that range. Can now, I you, can I provide some context to that statement? Yeah. There are only three golfers inside the top 29 of the leaderboard that have lost strokes putting this week. It is Webb, Victor Hovland, and Hideki Matsuyama. There, so there you go. go. Yeah, so I, I don't think it's crazy to think that one of them could post something something dirty. And I don't know, it, it it's hard because it's not only do you need Wolf to fall off, but you're also three back of Bryson. <laughs> so that that becomes problematic. But I don't know, Hovland at 33 is kind of fun. I hope you're right. Mark, any uh, any, insight, <laughs> any, any insight here? <laughs> hey, uh, Patrick Reed's checked out. He's already in Ohio, right? Yeah, okay. I think that, so. That, yeah, that was my pick. We just had to smart about that for a minute. Hey, I, I'm going this way. Check out these scores since our restart. 65, 65, 70, 66. 67, 64, 70, 66. 65, 67, 65, 68. You know what I'm talking about? 
It's got to be Bryson. That's Bryson. Yeah. This cat, he's, he's got, he's, how many rounds has he gone where he's made five or more birdies in a row? I think he's operating at about a seven out of 10 clip right now. And on this golf course, the beach just going to go on tomorrow. If the weather is in good shape, there's a little breeze. He's going to get the, get off to the par fives, get a few wedges in hands. I, I think he does 65 or so tomorrow again. That's seven. That gets him to 22. Uh, I think that's going to be a, a pretty good score. So I'm going with Bryson. Was Reed your uh, one and done, Mark? Yeah. 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 Yes. That's tough. Uh, that's tough. <laughs> the Bryson thing, this is, this is what I've been thinking about all week. Does it play at a major? Like, can, 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 this, can this work at a major? You know where it can really work? Augusta. <laughs> Thank you. Augusta National. Yeah, it's gonna, I, I, it's gonna be crazy because we know Augusta so well, and and like and you're and you're gonna see shots you've never like you've never seen before. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what he tries to do on like two and fifteen? You know, yeah, I've got to just add to this. Tiger proofing sounds so much cooler than Bryson proofing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really does. I mean, are we gonna have to do this? Uh, yeah, that's that's really interesting, man. I I, I wish uh, I wish the Masters was next week. I can't hey, wait. when I was at Harding Park for the media day earlier this year after Pebble Beach, it's long and it plays long because it's cold. It's cool always. It's like that the, the bay there is like an air conditioner, but the fairways were narrow and that rough was dense. So it, that place is going to really reward someone who drives it long and straight, and that's kind of what he's doing right now. Um, but, but then you've got to manage the whole poe anyway on the greens thing. So I, I think that's going to mitigate stuff for certain people. Did, did you have any 330 carries? <laughs> to my third shot, yeah. <laughs> After I'd pitched out for my second. <laughs> Another 65 on Sunday from Bryson might get it done. I hate to be the guy that takes just the chalk, but Matthew Wolf, three-shot lead. Uh, the percentage of time that guys go on to win with the three shot leads 44.7% of the time, in the last 15 years, thanks to a stat from, from Justin Ray. It's just, I'd it's like to, something. I'd like to see who those individuals with a three stroke lead were and how many of them they were. And I bet you a number of those dudes last name was woods. Yeah. There might okay. not be a lot of one time winners on that list no. <laughs> yeah. or 21 year olds for that matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, gentlemen. Well, we're going to find out tomorrow. We'll, we'll see what happens on Sunday. Let me thank you for joining me. It's Mark Immelman. You can find him on Twitter and Instagram at Mark underscore Immelman. It's Kyle Porter. You can find him on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. I'm Rick Gaiman. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. Catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. 
So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.